This is a beer you could drink through a straw. <laughs> you can drink any beer through a straw, actually. Oh, don't do that. Oh, he actually pulled a straw out. Whoa. This is, is for the turtles. Straw? It is a paper straw. Where the hell did you get a paper straw? No. Oh. You conform me. Is that a blunt or a paper straw? I can't tell. It's brown. <laughs> are you a... <laughs> what are you doing? Why are you doing Peace. a line of this beer, Zach? How's it taste out of the straw? Are you? Want to try? <laughs> yeah. Where did you get the straw? Where, where did it, it come was from? Right <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been there? No, it's because I, I got it from the yeah. future local spot like that. Yeah. Oh, okay. They give you a straw? Yeah, not for their beer. You'll okay. see. You'll <laughs> see. <Yeah. laughs> it's more foamy for the straw. It's great. Do you hear that, people? That's a straw. That's a song. That's the sound of turtle dying. It's the sound of turtles being saved. <laughs> Save the turtles. <laughs> We're back, episode no. Tasting 48. That means we're only a month away from our one-year any. That's true. Oh, wow. Sure, yeah, because it's four. Four more. Yeah. We're going to talk about that tonight, actually, what we're going to do for that. For the any? Yeah. All right, we'll do that. Before we get into that. Okay. Oh, is this, are we live? Yeah, yeah we're, we're live. live. We'll intro, because I don't know if all that's going to be able to be cut. No, we're going to keep it. No. Yes. <laughs> I'm Zach. <laughs> I'm Jeremiah. I'm Evan. I'm Matt. And welcome back to the Beer for Thought Podcast, Tasting 48. Recording live out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. Or are we? Just yeah, the, it's not technically. No, we are. <laughs> we're recording live, but you're not hearing us live. Just the Barkidius movie. Right, we're still recording live. <laughs> How would you not record live? I don't know. See, that's that's why it's Actually, I don't know who almost. 48 is. I couldn't find anybody. Uh, what's his name? Jimmy Johnson. Is that what you said? The NASCAR ah, guy, yes. Right? Is, yes. Or is it James? No, it's Jimmy. Yep. Jimmy no. Johnson. No, oh, is it Jimmy Johnson? I don't know. Jimmy Johnson, yeah. Jimmy Johnson. I feel like Jimmy Johnson was the Cowboys coach. <laughs> he was, but there's also a famous race car driver named Jimmy Johnson. Or what's his name? Daryl Johnston. No. Fullback. Oh, okay. Who well, cares about fullbacks? So he did play for the Cowboys. Oh. Okay, well, I care about him. <laughs> 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 Suddenly, I care. Moose? What about uh, Joe DiMaggio? Unbreaking news. The Dallas Cowboys are 3-0 and after beating the Miami Dolphins today. You love to see it. <laughs> Predicting I the future. Dude, that would be so <laughs> funny, dude. That would be so sad. That would be great. That would be the greatest upset of all time. Everybody's eliminated. Everybody's going to get hurt except for Zeke. I'm all in on the Cowboys this week. That's right. My eliminator. All right. Go uh, <laughs> Miami. So if you heard Y'all. last week, we did Boston. Boston. And we're still sticking with the Boston theme. Yeah. Actually, for the next for, couple of weeks, we will yeah. be. Yeah, Today next and weeks. next week's episode are yes. Boston again. And today it's going to be the first of a doubleheader. You'll have to see it. First of the doubleheader. So that means if y'all like uh, the second show of a back-to-back um, week, then you'll love episode episode 49. Uh, Was that Sidney Crosby? 49? (laughs) Let's not get to that yet. No, Sidney Crosby's 89. My bad. That's that's 40 (laughs) numbers off. Uh, Anyway, we'll think of somebody for episode 49 or tasting 49. But... This week, do you want to announce it, Evan? Yeah, we're doing Night Shift. Night Shift <laughs> Brewing! We're on that Night Shift tonight. 
<laughs> love to see it. They are out of Boston, Massachusetts. Yes. And I think I, I want to do a little correction before we go on. I think last episode I said Treehouse was an hour and a half east of Boston. That's incorrect. It's an hour and a half west. I think you said west. I thought you said west. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. It's west. It's I weast. can't remember. I was very tired, but I like woke up the next day. I was like, did I say east? <laughs> I, 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 he had nightmares well, about yeah. saying I, east. I probably would have corrected you because that would make that would be in the ocean at that point. Yeah, you can't go much more east. <laughs> <laughs> the Treehouse Island. <laughs> but episode 48 doing night shift and that's I, an hour and a half central it's an hour and a half walk from where I stayed oh wow oh, there you go. maybe I don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's an hour and a half from somewhere yes so I, I asked around the, the beer, local tenders. Beer, beer tenders and they're all, at Treehouse and at Trillium yeah Treehouse and Trillium and they all said you need to check out Night shift. So we went. The food is delicious. The brewery is pretty cool. It's got like a modern take to it. And did I, you go to the new tap room that's right next to Fenway? No, this one is right off of the harbor. Okay, because they're building a new one that's right. Yeah, I think it's right I, across the street. They were talking about it. I don't know if it's open yet, or, or it might be from the basketball arena. I know it's uh, going to be real they're close. real close to each other. The basketball okay. arena in Fenway. Okay, so I've never been to Boston, so I don't know what. Yeah. Um. But yeah, this, I mean, the brewery is right off the harbor. You can sit out in kind of their patio area and just take a look at the water and the ships and stuff. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, that's cool. Well, nice. you will watch. If you want. Chicken, you them, chicken and whales. Pretty Ooh. good binoculars. Those cans are cool, man. Yeah, they have one of the coolest, most recognizable logos also in the industry. It's a sweet looking owl. Freaking owl. Owl with a hop in the middle. Some fucking owl action. Yeah, the body of the owl is kind of like, it looks like feathers, but it's also a hop. It's I think it's an acorn. I see an acorn too. Acorn Could with be a little an acorn. <laughs> We all know owls love acorns. <laughs> yeah, Megan got a t shirt with the owl. Awesome. The dope logo. Too bad you can't peel the sticker off. So you got these at the brewery, right? Yeah, at the brewery. Okay, so this is kind of interesting. Eh, not too bad, but I will mention this first beer we have is about a month and a week old. Was it sour? No, no the pale ale. Oh. Which, I mean, that's I not egregious, but I just figured it might be a little bit more fresh since you got it directly from the tap room. Neither here nor there, because it is canned, so it should just be just as fresh as... And when he got it, it was about a week. No worries. So a week ago, so maybe a month? It was about a month old when he got yeah. it, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, do you you guys have any stories that you want to lead off with? Anything crazy that happened? A little trip? I think we should bring up the... uh, We went to a tasting this last Friday... No, Saturday night. Oh, yeah. We had a beer from 1994. Oh, yeah. How can we forget that? And it's from Boston. Dude, also true. Yeah. I saw the picture. Yeah, (laughs) man. So we had Sam Adams Triple Bach. Samuel Adams. Samuel Adams. Two yeah. years from the Boston Beer Company. Younger than me. Bottled in. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, wait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're right. Um, yeah. Wow. This beer was bottled in 1994. 25 year old beer. Cork fell apart when I was opening it. Uh, we poured it. Fell apart. It was amazing. Fell into the beer a little bit and then we poured the beer through a citron. I felt it. Yeah. It was amazing. A little strainer. It yeah. was great. That was uh, not it bad was at all. It was amazing. I bought it. Our friend machine. Do you mind? Do you mind me asking how much you paid for that bottle? It wasn't more than ten dollars. Yeah, no way. There's no way it was more than ten dollars. It was probably five dollars. For anybody that yeah. has never, I, I, you probably never have heard of it because I never knew it was a thing. But this, look it up on Untapped. It's called Samuel Adams Triple Bach, 
and it's obviously uh, out of production, but it was a 25-year-old beer, and it was brewed with maple syrup. It was an ale brewed with maple syrup, 17% ABV. Smooth as can be. The beer was phenomenal. It was great. great. It was great. Yeah. For, was for crazy, a 25-year-old yeah. beer, everybody at the table was flabbergasted. Yeah, a little. It was just, it was a 8.7 ounces. It was a, kind of a strange bottle. I'm not yeah, sure it, was it was a little tiny, cool little blue bottle with like gold lettering. The Samuel Adams Sherpa Bog was in gold on the blue. It looked really, really cool, actually. But wow, everyone was blown away with how well it held up and how great it yeah. tasted after yeah. 25 years. It's zero expectations. Never yeah, knew, never well, knew what it was. When you open a 25-year-old beer, you're expecting oxidation. You're expecting just yeah. some a lot of weird stuff to be going on. Especially when the cork disintegrated like, yeah. <laughs> in my hands. Like, that was kind of concerning. And then it was great. It actually, that cork held up decently, though, for the, that age. Like, I mean, it started falling apart at the end, but it still kind of held on. It came out. It did its job. So. Yeah. I, I guess. Mean, kudos to that cork. But yeah, that was really cool. <laughs> great call on that. And um, thank you, Mashiach. And a great share. Yeah, it was a that great was share. a great beer amongst other great beers that night. Yeah, so. it, was, it was quite a few. Had too really much good ones. We started drinking at like three, three thirty. Yeah. Well, when you get a hangover before you leave this share, that's when it's bad. <laughs> yeah. So that was yeah. my situation. The next day, I was like, <laughs> I was dead. Next day, I was Not good because. Good. I, I was good, and I'm kind of thankful I got a hangover before I left the share, which is like, obviously, I wasn't drinking fast enough or drinking enough water, but when I got home, slammed some water, next day I was great. Well, so, that, it was yeah. so bad, I had to drink another Pedialyte the next day. Oh, my uh, God, he doubled I down I usually drink one during the share, yeah. I had to drink the second one the next day. Oh, Oof, yeah. Pedialyte. Full one. You cool. love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into a night shift. Yes, thank you for that story. Yeah, great. I almost forgot about that. Yes, look that up on Untapped. It's quite the, it's quite an interesting brew. Yeah. All right, let's get into it, people. The first beer we have from the All Night Shift Brewing Show is Whirlpool, a New England's Pale Ale. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 4.5% ABV. Well, I love that. I love that low ABV. That's yeah. great. I hope it's great. It is a New England, so let me roll this can. A New England. Hazy IPA. (laughs) It's not even an IPA. (laughs) Uh, That's true. It's a a hazy pale ale. Oh, okay. (laughs) Keep cold, drink now, share the night. Whatever that means. Okay. I wear my sunglasses (laughs) on. Break you. Nope. You know what I was thinking about break music, how we're trying to get copyrighted? When we get found out, we're going to have to take all the episodes down. That's what I told you. Which is bad. It's That's what I was telling fun. you. We get a fresh start. <laughs> I know, all of Jay's hard work goes down the drain. <laughs> That's fine. He's got them backed up. We'll re-release them. Um, <laughs> on the pa- under the, the Patreon. Under the Patreon. I could just, well, I would suck, but I'd have to go in and remove the song. Then we get taken down from Patreon. Yeah, but we would we'd lose all those listens, right? Yeah, you lose all those. Oh, yeah, just, that's yeah. fine. It's fine. We already got our money. We'd lose the two <laughs> listens. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it never happened. Well, this one pours out. Nice. Oh, it smells great. Pale yellow. Nice grassy nose. Actually, it smells really inviting. Nice little head on there. Like it, uh, lemon. <sighs> lemon and grass. Lemon grass, if you would. Absolutely. It smells great. It's kind of like a really light straw, 
it's not extremely turbid. It's it's got some haze to it, but it's not. It doesn't look dense or like heavily yeasty. Looking at the color, I wouldn't call it a pale ale. Just why not? The color seems off. Seems more like a wheat. I mean, I can see I can see where you're coming from, but I mean, I I don't know that. I mean, I don't know what the correct SRM is for a pale ale, but I it just seems lighter than usual. Fair enough. The it has great head with agitation, tightly packed bubbles. White head. Let's go for taste. Let's do it. Very crisp. Very refreshing. Oh, yes. Dude, that is crackery it's, crisp. It's it's pretty subdued as far as the flavors, I think, or delicate. Um, but it's mm. it's quite crisp, quite refreshing. Oh, man. It's, that this, this is what you want on a hot summer day. Yes, I agree. I mean, the, the hot bitterness is very, 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 very low. It's nice, crisp, refreshing. Light bodied. It's, I love I love beers, especially paleos that are grassy and are crisp because those are the most thirst quenching on a hot day. The uh, the finish in this beer is lovely. You get just a slight bit of hop bitterness and a nice lemony finish to it. Yeah, it's really good. It's um, it's just crushable. I'm like I'm struggling to not keep drinking. Yeah, it's it's going down quick for me. I'm. Uh, you go ahead and say I'm done with it already. It's you don't, out of my glass. You don't get that bitterness, but you do get that hop flavor to it. Yeah. Which is great. It's a slight bitter, but it's not like this, clawingly bitter. Yeah. This is like a, a sessionable pale. It's super. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Absolutely. Drink, you can drink the whole four pack of this. Low ABV oh, yeah. is uh, nice as well for that. So. This reminds me a little bit of uh steelbender local brewery steelbender brewery yard they brew a smith hopper but it's an extra pale ale so the abv sets at like 6.8 or some something high in the sixes which i don't necessarily like i'm gonna drink a pale ale or something that's like fresh and crisp and refreshing i don't want the abv to be that high but it reminds me of this because it has a lot of grassy notes and it's crisp obviously the extra pale ale is sweeter but like I said, if I if it was lower in ABV where it kind of takes away that sweetness, but it was just as crisp and refreshing, that's like the sweet spot. This is this is a great beer for me. I think this is one of their flagships. I saw this at multiple restaurants and bars. This would pair well with so many different foods too. You can imagine this from pizza. Mm. <laughs> God, it's so perfect. Some greasy pizza. They had some delicious pretzels. Oh yeah, I bet that was good. That ocean pretzel, that will love the pretzel. They use this beer as their beer cheese. Oh, I can dig. That's uh, pretty darn near close to perfect for me. Oh yeah, comes to just a crushable pale ale. Yeah, man, almost no bitterness. Do you guys get any bitterness? Slight, but it's a little bit. It's very, very, very minor, and it's fleeting. It's but it's there. It's gone. Yeah, it's a nice. It's nice in the finish. I think it helps the uh, crispiness. Yeah, and it pulls the beer together. I feel like. Yeah, love the grassiness from the, those hops. I wish should have looked up which hops were in here, but noble, maybe noble. could be. This <laughs> <laughs> says kangaroo. That's why, man. Kangaroo hops. <laughs> well, that was a tasty one. Ah. All right, on to the next. All right, cool. We're trying to make this one a speedy one. Let's do it. On to the next one. Oh, okay. The next beer we have in the All Night Shift Brewing Show is Ricky Wise. 
Makes fermentation sour ale aged with raspberries and limes. This is packaged in a 16-ounce pint can at 5.3% ABV. What a cool can. Wow. Check that out. Like, the line is, like, halfway backlit by uh, some sort of light on the black background, and so is the raspberry. Ooh, that is cool. That's really cool. There's a fucking owl in there. It's <laughs> like an all black label with the with their signature owl that's in silver. The name's in silver. But then they have a big raspberry zoomed in on the right side of the owl and a big lime zoomed in on the left side. But they're like illuminated by light and a black background. It's really cool. Stoke. Very cool. Well, this one's three months old. Well, no. Two months old. It's only two months old. No. Yeah, two months old. It but it's a sour, sour, so it doesn't really matter if it's that fresh. Look at that color. It's pretty. All right, this one pours out beautiful, pale, pinkish red. Wow, that's a pungent nose. That's a raspberry limeade on the nose. It is. But it's, like, not sweet at all. A little bit of ur- emergencies. Yeah, I can Zach see that. Zach always gets that from raspberry. I kind of see that. I think you, yeah, like a, you say that with a lot of raspberry beers. Well, there's an undertone of minerality to it. I can see that. Yeah, it smells good, though. Yeah, it's like a nice, like, ruby red grapefruit color. Yeah, grapefruit is what I was looking for. I really like the little bit of lime after the raspberry. That's, that's yeah, nice. I really like the nose on this. Matt already went in, so we're going to follow suit. Ooh. That's delicious. Not overly sweet, which I'm always worried about with some of these like sours and stuff like that. It's very restrained. That's really good. sweetness, but it still packs a great fruit punch. It's dry at the end. You could tell me this is from Sonic. You know, believe you. Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, totally. I mean, it doesn't taste like a like a beer too much, but it's definitely like a raspberry limeade for sure. This is uh, another crushable, easy drinking beer for me. Oh yeah. And I love the low ABV again. Was this five point three percent? It's great. Yeah, this is tasty, man. I I don't know what else to say. It's just straight raspberry lime. Yep, it was really good on tap. Mm. You, get, you get that um, kind of like that limey pith. Yeah. It's really nice. It is nice, but it's not over the top. Like it's 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 still, it's quite tasty. It's really good, man. Yeah, you this get delicate. both the raspberry and the lime, just just as much as the other. I wish I had a fridge full of these. I feel like you could just pop them open all the time. One thing I appreciate, two things I appreciate about this beer, which some sours cannot seem to do, is the, the sweetness is restrained, and it doesn't have extreme tartness. There's a mild tartness, but it's not over the top, which it's is a great. perfect amount. Yeah. Yeah, it is nice. Which is also really weird for this beer, too, because it has lime in it. And you don't get that sour bite to it as like a lime does. Right, right, right. You know, they held it back. They got the flavor get, of the yeah, wild lime, you but still get great that, lime flavor. not that bite. Right. I actually like this sour more than the treehouse sour. I do too. I agree. Really? Yeah. Then the tangerine sour, I, I do too. I think they were just different. They're, de- they're definitely different. Well, they're, they're different, different but yeah, the style. Different. Like if I was going for the style, I think I'd want this one. Is it because it has raspberries? I mean, it might have something to do with it, <laughs> but I think it's just perfect. Like it's... It's like that I was saying, not too sweet, not too sour, right down the middle. Like if um, Almanac, those sours were good? If they were good. If they yeah. were good. I don't really think <laughs> those they are were, that if, good. It's like Almanac if it wasn't too sour. Yeah, Almanac, exactly. Well, an Almanac does lead, toe the line of 
acidity, yeah. like being overly acidic. Paper straws are fucking whack. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. We have to invent something better. Come on. Come on, yeah, inventors. There's gotta be metal straws. There's gotta be something better. Metal I don't straws. like metal That'll straws. Hurt though. Your teeth. Yeah, no, that's, that's risky. That's I don't like metal straws. You can, you can get rubber ones too. Oh, that that sounds right. Why did you give like that stroking motion when you said that? <laughs> what was that rubber about? Ones. You know, <laughs> they, they the wag. They, like, they, they wag you, you guys saw that, right? You, you saw you the stroking motion? You know, I like those Starbucks lids. Those new ones. Those oh, are, those are nice. cool. The no straw ones? Yeah. You know what's great. funny about those? They're still plastic. So they, yeah. <laughs> but they can't, You can't jam them in a turtle's nose. That's true. That's true. You read about only, that. Yeah, only like dolphins It'll just cover its entire nose and suffocate it. Exactly. It's way better. Yeah. Way just, quick death. just eat it all and <laughs> choke on it. We can only pray for a quick death for those turtles. <laughs> well, these dipshit turtles just need to stop. That's also true. I was going to also plastics. blame the, the turtles because you know what? If you're dumb enough to go extinct, then you're dumb enough to go extinct. We that's love all that's what you call natural selection. <laughs> all turtles are <laughs> granted equal on this show. I love, love me a all. turtle. <laughs> I love me a good deep sea west coast <laughs> surfer bro turtle. <laughs> Like the one in Finding it's Nemo. It's a hazy turtle. Crush. <laughs> Crush is his name. Crush, Pretty yes. Delicious, I guess. And, uh, totally, bruh. What's this? Sausage totally, man? dude. We're just going to ride the wave. Squirt? Squirt. We're going to ride Squirtle? this current all the way, <laughs> bro. All right. With that, we're going to move on to the local spotlight. Hang on, little dude. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the local spotlight. Ooh, what a cool ground. It's got the trillion ground. Holy moly. Ooh. That is an awesome growler. Yeah, I like it. That's Wait. Cool. It's glass. It's glass. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought no it was way. Dude, guys, there's this crazy new invention. They're called. It's called glass, <laughs> and you can make growlers out of it. It's amazing. Hey, quick shout out to glass. It's been like <laughs> the thing for cups for like quite some time. That's going to be actually be the unbreaking news. There's a new thing called gro- glass growlers. <laughs> they kill turtles, though. Hate to see Take it. notes to sure. Lab 101, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> well, I won't say that, but... I just, just beep it out, Jeremiah, and then they can pretend I said... I did beep out some stuff on this last episode. Oh. You did. You beeped out the names. I loved it. <laughs> really? Huh. Yeah, it was a little too loud I, when I heard it back on the playback. I was like, oh, shoot. That's not right. <laughs> what you beep out? I got. I'm gonna listen to that. You never listen. listen. I'm gonna listen to this one. Now it's time for the local spotlight. <laughs> Dude, I love that little jingle. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I probably like that jingle better than I like the NFL draft. Yeah, me too. Oh, the yeah. jingle's the best. Yeah, it's so invigorating. Like, you're like, oh, who's about to get drafted? <laughs> Is it me? Is it me? <laughs> Is it me? <laughs> you get a call right when the draft's going on. You're like, <laughs> fun fact: the Beer for Thought podcast gets together during draft day. We hope and pray somebody drafts us. We usually don't tune in until about the seventh or eighth round, but we have hope. There's an eighth round. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's why we tune in. <laughs> That's probably when they picked us. We just didn't hear it. So that's we, true. we didn't report to camp. Now we're off the team. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It's All right. This week's local spotlight belongs to Desert Valley Brewing and their 244 Red Ale. This is packaged in a 32-ounce growler, glass growler, at 6% ABV. Nice. 
And fun fact, this is a hoppy red. It's at 70 IBUs, which is, that's real high for red. Did you sample this? I had it a few months ago. Okay, well, don't say anything. I don't remember. No spoilers. Now, what were your options when you went into Desert Valley, Evan? I want to know. They had a lot of variety. Um, I tried their Imperial Brown. Uh, it was good. I tried their Scottish Blonde Ale. Scottish Blonde? Yeah, it was very sweet. Interesting. Um, the beer tender recommended that one to me. It was a little too sweet for me. Fun fact, you never go with the beer tender's recommendation. What? Yeah. Because beer tenders don't drink beer. <laughs> Fun <laughs> fact. Most. Most beer tenders. Okay, there are a few that are beer nerds, but a lot of beer tenders are just there to pour the beers. They have no idea what they're talking about. At had, least in Albuquerque. I put a lot of faith in those people. Well, I, you shouldn't. You have to judge it. Only a few of them do. No. Yeah. And then they like had a boy, Alex, from uh, Bone Arrow. Alex knows what he's talking about. Bone Arrow's lucky to have... Okay, one thing about Alex, and this this is kind of random to, to call out a beer, like a local beer tender, but Alex at Bow and Arrow, and I've never had this happen to me at any establishment, I ordered a flight at Bow and Arrow, and Alex put it in the correct order that it should be served from light to dark, most, uh, let's see, lightest, less hoppy, to most hoppy, lightest, to darkest, how a proper flight should be poured. And nobody, I don't even think most beer tenders know that you're supposed, supposed to pour a flight like that. But shout out to Red Door Brewing that taught me that. They taught me that back in the day. And I always make sure that when, when I was pouring beer, yeah. I always made sure that flights were in proper order. Well, it's because Alex is good. He's the best. Well, he knows what he's doing. Some some beer tenders actually just cuvee them all and <laughs> give you four different cups. And it's <laughs> disgusting. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and a lot of beer tenders don't even like beer, which is just a damn shame. Chills. Yeah. All right, let's go on for this. Let's talk about this beer. <laughs> yeah, I'll get off my. This one's uh real nice and coppery red. It looks like a red should look. It kind of looks like a copper lager. It's got like a biscuits on the nose. Biscuit, how about I get biscuits? a little bit of caramel, like a yeah, like caramely biscuit toffee. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's like a caramel toffee. It kind of smells along the lines of like a scotch, really, like a scotch yes. ale. Yes. Like a little bit peaty? Like, yeah, let's go for a taste. Head retention's not there. Looks like it has a decent carb, though. You're already done with it, Zach? Good God. That's toffee. So bitter. I like the amount of hops that are in this one. I don't get too much of the flavor from it. It tastes like a red. I kind of don't know. It's not a red. It tastes like a hoppy red, but... You don't get that malt sweetness as no, you do in a traditional That's what I was red. looking for. You know, like some kind of malty. The finish it's is dry. like a hoppy red. It's really it dry. It should be. Like my mouth is dry. As a red IPA. It should. Well, and granted, it is New Mexico, so we like our beers hoppy. And I mean, yeah, Marble made their pops and shit out of it. Marble made their name off of their hoppy red back in the like day. Imperial Reds. It does have a nice toppy. <laughs> In the mid palate, I actually think it's pretty good. I enjoy the finish quite a bit. Yeah, it's. Uh, I appreciate how dry it is. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of like a super sweet malty red, like a traditional like Irish red or a traditional oh, yeah. red that's like super malty, bready. That's a little bit sweeter. Um, but I I like this one. It's very very dry, like extremely dry. That hot bitterness really carries through. It's good. The finish is my least favorite part, which is because it's setting it's bitter. I like a hoppy red, but 
I'm just kind of missing some malt on the front <laughs> side. Get over say. that toffee taste. It's it's really not bad. I really like the finish. No, I think I think it's great. Honestly, I I think it could be a little bit better if there was a little bit more of a malt sweetness kind of underneath it all to play out those hops, kind of balance out the hops because it's really dominated by the hops more than the malt, which is not traditional red. But that being said, I do like it just as a general beer because I like that bitterness and that dryness that it gives well, off. Desert Valley does a good job of catering to like a wide audience because they do a lot of good mixed drinks there. Yeah, they have their own liquor and the food. I've never had the food oh, there, but it looks really good. Food's good. Really good. A little pricey, but yeah, delicious. They have a lot of si- uh, ciders. They do. They have they, watermelon cider. I have to say, Sandia I, cider, I think, right? Is it? I, I could, think so. I think so. Could be. Yeah. Uh, I, I can't. I have never been there, and I should pay them a, bit, a visit because I'm liking what I'm drinking here. Should we go to the break? Let's go to break. Are we going to do copyrighted music, or should I just find something? That's up to you. All right, audience, I'll uh, let you know what the break is. <laughs> you'll find out in yeah, about you'll find two out. seconds when we're playing. <laughs> We are live. We're back with the Beer Without Podcast, Tasting 48. Uh, Matt's going to go ahead and go into some unbreaking news. About owls. About owls. Are you ready, Matt? Uh, almost. Welcome to Unbreaking News with the Beer Without Podcast. Time is 8.20 p.m. Weather in Albuquerque is looking mighty fine, actually. It's been nice as of late. High of 86 today, currently sitting at about 76 degrees. Clear and sunny skies for the rest of the week. Love to see it. Did you really do. the weather report? I always do. Oh, weekly? <laughs> it's on breaking weather. <laughs> so, this week's on breaking news. Patagonia. Has sued, you know, Patagonia, the outdoor clothing company? Yeah. They've sued AB InBev over a copyright issue. The big beer conglomerate has launched a beer called Cerveza Patagonia. Isn't Patagonia a place in, like, South America? Yeah, I thought so. Yeah. I believe it's, like, a mountain or somewhere or something. It's a region. So oh, wait a minute. Something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A region. Or... They sued him over that? Yeah, so get this. I want to hear more. Patagonia sued for trademark dilution rather than trademark infringement and due, or they, they did that due to the company's products being unrelated. U.S. District Judge ruled that Patagonia, who cited more than $10 billion in sales, didn't fe- did indeed fit this description. 
uh, I was trying to read up before I was so really interrupted by starting this segment. I don't know how this case ends. Well, after hearing the initial thoughts, yeah. What are your initial What are your initial thoughts about about first of all, AB and Bev creating a beer called Cerveza Patagonia? I feel like that's fine. Yeah. I usually don't like to take the side of AB and Bev, but but you don't you don't see the the trade, like, the trademark infringement. Like, but I mean, they're not. It's, it's not infringement, first of all. I guess it. it well, they. You said it was just. Yeah, they sued over dilution, dilution. Trademark dilution. That's kind of a weird thing. I mean, I feel like anything could be dilution or whatever. I'm just trying to figure out why they're suing them. Because, isn't it. So if I go out and create a brand and I want to name it after Patagonia, the region, I can't do that now because of Patagonia clothing. Right. It's ridiculous. I need well, to see. It's I don't not need ridiculous to make sure. because they have a trademark. Yeah, but how? That's where I don't like the law where you can trademark a region in the now, world. Yeah, if anybody, so it's a populated know, region in the south end, in the southern end of South America. Yeah. Now, if anybody listens to the "Don't Drink Beer" segment, this is where they do a little, um, they do a little comedy bit where somebody pretends to be the AB and Bev. <laughs> Representative, yes. Somebody, pr- you, you've listened, right? No, I haven't. You but haven't? I, I understand what you're doing. At. You, you, you want to do it? No. Oh. <laughs> I need to find a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's me, Mr. Bud Light. I got to do a funny voice, though. What is the hey. beer called again? Hey, it's me, Mr. Is that Bud Light. Patagonia. That's fine. They shouldn't be in. They, they shouldn't get, get out of here. Trouble for that. Yeah. Get out of here. Uh, I, don't even, I don't even like AB Bev. So you guys are taking the AB Bev side on this. Yeah, it's. Strange for me to say, but I'm taking the not Patagonia side. Yeah, yeah. you, Patagonia. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to take the opposite side since why? you since you buffoons are taking the AB side. <laughs> yeah. right. I'll take. You tell you why, Mister Bud Light here. Mister <laughs> <laughs> Light, you got to you got to be more uh, uh, eccentric and a little bit more um, exotic because you're, you're the you're the rep for Cerveza Patagonia. No, but Hola. no. See, cerveza oh. Patagonia. Es muy bien. El nombre es cerveza Patagonia. Y el nombre es bueno. Yeah, I'll never shop Patagonia again. I never have. I don't know. Well, I think it's due to stupid Patagonia. on the packaging. It says Patagonia, large letters, and then cerveza, really small under it. Fun fact: I once bought a Patagonia. Uh, jacket and ski pants at a thrift shop in Hawaii for five dollars. Uh, wow. Took it home, washed it, disintegrated. <laughs> <laughs> Completely in my laundry. This is some fake it was some fake Patagonia. Megan bought a thrift jacket. shop. Jacket. Yeah. Wait, why were you getting buying mountain cold clothing in Hawaii? Uh, because it was raining a lot, and I didn't have a rain jacket. So I was like, I was like desperate for a rain jacket. I'm like, ooh, sweet. So it's five dollars. Well, actually, my brother and sister were like, dude, it's Patagonia. You gotta get it. And <laughs> I was like, get- I'm in. Then Wait, I guess. How did it disintegrate? Like, I need a picture. Like, did it really? Yes. Like, you put it in the washer, <laughs> and it was not there when you opened the door. It didn't yeah, completely like disintegrate, <laughs> but there was like pieces of it everywhere on all my clothes. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was terrible. There's a little bit of Patagonia in them right now. Did the, every day. Did the shirts. structural integrity seem of of At the, just poor quality nope, when you purchased good. it. Seemed good. Seemed good. Seemed good. <laughs> and with that, with that case, 
Patagonia should just be yeah. never bad. You know what? Screw them. If your knockoff suck, you're a bad B- company. I hope AB wins that one after their crappy clothing line disintegrated on Zach. That's right. Oh, God. All right. With that. How does that happen? Patagonia, man. I really, I, I really want to know how that happens. That blood's on their hands. That concludes Unbreaking News for the Beer for Thought Podcast. Be careful, people. Apparently, Patagonia clothes <laughs> disintegrate. Wet wall. You heard it here first. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> that's, 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 we're doing exactly what they're claiming. They? <laughs> they're going to sue us for defamation. <laughs> yeah, <now>. defamation. <laughs> what money are they going to take from us? Bro. <laughs> can't they can sue the Beer for That podcast tra- uh, untrademark name. Oh, no, they're going to trademark No, now beer everyone's going to use the Beer for That podcast. Oh, no, sure. okay, we trademark it. it. We better, we better create an LLC quick. <laughs> All right, we're going to move so on. Okay. Uh, what's next? Um, oh, right. I was reading the end to your Patagonia. Kind of what happened? Well, I'm still reading it. Yeah, I know. I wasn't given enough time. We don't have time. But it sounds like we were way off. Oh, was it? Who was way off? About what? Also, that news piece might be way off. You <laughs> 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 we were way off. And as a bush promised, for every beer sold, they would donate a portion of it to plant trees and redo the, the uh, thing. So they were yeah. going off of the Patagonia name where Patagonia does do that. Every portion of the sale does. They do rego, like replant, revitalize the like, earth or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, so I do see why Patagonia I could see it a little better. But the way you framed but, it made it sound like it wasn't. But did you know that when you wash Patagonia clothes, Five percent goes back to the earth <laughs> right away. Disintegrates back, and the rest of the ninety percent. See, I don't get it because without your other clothes, Megan has a Patagonia jacket. It's that blue one she wears, and she's had for like four years. Fun fact: <laughs> Patag- Patagonia clothes is made from plants. It's, you cannot wash it. <laughs> it's made from people and straws, paper straws. It's made from people. Soil and green. Guys, I have a solution: paper clothes, people, and Patagonia clothing line did create a beer, <laughs> Patagonia. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that changes everything. Well, See? Changes everything. They did it three years ago. I told y'all. That changes it. Right, that does change I didn't read the whole... I wasn't <laughs> able to read the whole story. God. All right, never mind, never mind. Story. Fuck you, Abby. I'm with Patagonia. You know, there's, there's clothing sticks. Lo siento. <laughs> Lo siento, Patagonia. Pero <laughs> cerveza. The next beer we have in the old night shift brewing show is Morph. Rotating India Pale Ale. Morse. This is packaged in a 16 ounce pint can. <laughs> <laughs> Morph. What's wrong with Morph? It's the best name for a kid ever. <laughs> Morph! Morph Fuertes. 5.6% ABV. Morph 5 sounds better. <laughs> it's a rotating into Palo, and the ABV is also rotating apparently because it's on the date code. Jesus Christ, Morph. <laughs> this is about a month and a half old. So this was brewed with Ella and Amarillo hops. Tim just soap on the nose. Uh oh. Little soapy bubbles? I hate soap. It cleans things. It's great. I hate the smell of soap in my beer. Just a little bit. You get a lot of hops. A little bit of soap. A lot of hops though, yeah. Mm, hops. <laughs> Pours out. <laughs> hops. Not like a well, it's kind of a it's not clear, but it's not hazy. Somewhere in between, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of like the first beer where it's like it's hazy, but it's not super turbid. 
Yeah. Yellowish so, orange. Pretty good head on this you one, still too. still see the shadow of your finger pass behind the glass. If that makes sense. Actually, pretty nice head retention. My head's still sticking around about... Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. Been, it's been about a minute and a half, about 90 seconds since I pulled the beer. It's, it's great. Head it's actually great head retention. It sticks to the side of the glass there. I'd love to see it. Going in for sip. I so am I. It's okay. It's kind of average. Oh, yeah. It's average, forgettable, but good. Yeah. yeah. Like, I wouldn't send this back. No, it's, a, no. it's a good beer. But it's not something I that I'm going to... I would have brought this back from Boston to have on the show. I'm kidding. No, I mean, it's a, it's a good beer. But there, it's no, there's nothing that's memorable about it. The only thing that's memorable is the name. More, yeah, it's, it's a great name. Morph is a great name, yeah. For great sure. name for a kid, but he would also turn out to be average. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Morph. Morph. Do your fucking chores. <laughs> God damn it, Morph. There's a good amount of hop bitterness like up front, and then it kind of trails off, and then it's pretty clean. Hop bitterness trails off and ends ends nicely. It's a, a little like, it's not homebrewy, but I still get that kind of like... You get a little bit of oxidation. I think yeah. it's oxidation that you talk about when you... That's right. When you call it homebrewy, I always notice that there might be a little bit of oxidation, but I'm not really getting oxidation from this. Really. Kind of a little bit. It's just um, kind of bland. You just get the hop bitterness, and not much flavor. It, yeah, exactly. It's more hop bitterness, but there's no, there's nothing going on with the hops. Like it doesn't lend for any like grass. It doesn't lend for any like no pine. No, 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 no flavor bitter. profile. It's just a hop bitterness. You can tell it's almost there. It's it is close. Like it's got a good mouthfeel and at least a little bit. Yeah. If I think if. The, you know, while Amarillo, I'm not familiar with L hops, but Amarillo hops are more of just like a nice bittering hop. They add a nice bitterness to it. But I don't know that Amarillo actually has like a specific flavor note that you pull from the hop. Anytime I've ever had anything Amarillo, it just lends for like a really nice bitterness, which I think is great to use in like really super tropical beers where you have that fruitiness, but then you throw a little Amarillo to balance, to, for bitterness to balance out the fruits. But, like I said, I'm not really familiar with Ella, so I don't really know what that brings to the table. But all I can say about this beer is that it's it's just it, there's not a whole lot of flavors going on. It's more mostly just like hot bitterness that just kind of falls off. There's a there's a vague hot flavor going on. It's there, but it's it's pretty uh, generic. This is like a it's like if like Walmart made a beer. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> but they did like a good job. It's like the great value. If Walmart made a really good beer. But you know how like there's store brand cereals and they're pretty much the same. Great value. Yeah. Like what? They're pretty much the same. Uh, Sada. Pretty much the same. Uh, I would never forget. You're, reach, you're reaching a bit here. This Zach. is this is an okay. average. Dude, cereal. Wait, cereals is bit. tough. Like I see like something else, maybe like canned vegetables. No. no okay. Get out of here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> get out yeah of here. You can tell when a cereal is not name brand. Yeah. You can tell. You can't tell when when green beans are great value or no. You can't. Not a blind taste test. <laughs> there is, there is. You're right, Jay, and I will say about say this about like name brand and generic brands. Power of that's all you're. That's all you're dealing with. No, it's the same ingredients. Not always. It's the same stuff. It's the same ingredients, Sometimes but the executions is a little bit different. It's the same stuff, dude. Now, what Jay's saying. Next show, I'm buy, bringing some cereals. If you're gonna buy a can of corn. 
go with go with the uh, go with the uh, generic you know generic brand. Kroger, great value. Mart, what's Target's yeah, yeah. market? Something yeah. pantry. Pantry. Listen, if I can get a cereal and it's basically the same, but it costs twelve cents per ounce instead of seventeen cents per ounce. Count You're me in. Sick. No, it doesn't taste <laughs> the same though. Always. There Pat, are. It does if you change it and put it in the other name no. brand box before you eat it. No. Then it's the same. It's not the power of suggestion when it comes to cereals. Yeah, yeah, had there is a difference. Store brand you. waffles, frozen waffles, and Eggo waffles. No, there is a difference. There's a big difference. There is a difference. That's well, way different than cereals. <laughs> it's <laughs> breakfast. No, <laughs> no, because you have to cook those. Cereal, you just pour milk. It's different. It's a whole different. You don't cook, you don't cook your cereal. It's the cereal. No, no, it's it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't cook your cereal. No. All you do is toast them. What's the difference? All right, fuck it. Let's move on to the last beer. No, this is an important argument. <laughs> we don't have all night difference. No, <laughs> heat does change food. But so if, you're to- if you're toasting both of them, then it doesn't shouldn't matter. Yeah, if you're toasting equally, we're not toasting cereal. No, 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 we're talking about waffles now. Anyway, there is like Jay said, if you're getting can of vegetables, go with the grape value. Who cares? Yeah. It's veggies. But when it comes to cereal, that's that's different. You should it's buy different. canned veggies in the first place. We're gonna do a ta- blind next taste test. Episode I'll set it fifty. Up. Blind taste. We're gonna test. we're gonna do blind taste test between. We'll do like four different cereals. We're gonna do a double brand. blind taste test. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah, let's go on to the last beer. Okay. That's what this beer does to us. <laughs> Tangents. <laughs> Basically, we just said morph is a is a. A generic brand beer, which is it's rude to night shift, and I don't necessarily agree, but it is a little bit forgettable. <laughs> it makes you talk about other things other than the beer. Hey, those other two, those other two have been great though from night shift, and I think this one's just fine. It's fine, yeah, not great. Yeah, I mean, it's not bad. No, I would drink it again. It's more. Yeah, it's more. You're not gonna write home about more. What morph can you say? <laughs> oh, you love to see it. <laughs> month and a half old, right? Uh, yes, month and a half old. So, oh, morph flavor. Morph is old. Yeah, it's not that old. <laughs> I mean, it's really not that old. I the time out of morph is a bit. You morphed into another being. <laughs> Morpheus Prime. Yeah, you. Do I like <clears throat> this last last one? Wow. And this is the freshest beer we've had from Night Shift. You'll love to see it. The next and final beer we have from Night Shift Brewing is Swell, a double India pale ale. This is packaged a 16-ounce pint can at 8% ABV. Oh, this is the heaviest hitter yet. It's less than a month old, too. The name's not as cool as Morph, though. Swell. But the can is sweet. Look at the blue wave behind the owl. That's cool. Not a wave. It is. Oh yeah, it is a wave. Oh, God, that's cool. <laughs> it's a swell. swell. It's a it's a swell. geometric yes. wave. Yeah, it's a very cool. very like very cool vibey. Like you it's wish you were on a cool beach, getting pitted, bro. So pitted. This one has a sticker. That's interesting. Must be a oh, special yeah. release. Must be a new. A lot of breweries do that. They'll they'll do their normal beers in the wrap. Special releases. <laughs> this is very clear. Yeah, this is the clearest IPA I've had. It's been a couple. It's been a while. You can't look through it though. It's clear for a New England IPA. It's like looking it's through your eyes. It's not classified as New England IPA. It, it just says double. Okay, but <laughs> okay, <laughs> you're, you're right. Semantics. 
right. <laughs> it looks more of like a chill haze than an actual haze. Why were you petting the foam on top of your <laughs> shoes? Like bubbles trying to pop. <laughs> Please explain. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest fucking thing ever seen. Zach just had a finger down his butt. I look like he was scratching the foam off. <laughs> I was almost trying to grab some Almost as if he had a foam fetish of some sort. I hard poured it. I had a clear smell. <laughs> uh, nice head with agitation. Uh, not getting a whole lot. Maybe like, I could get a little bit of grapefruit. Maybe a little bit of lemon zest. There's some citrus for sure. Some hop bitterness. I get the hot bitterness and a little bit of grapefruit. I'm ready to drink this one. Yeah, I'm going in. It's a really wet beer. It is wet. That's a wetty. This beer has some some staying power, I'd say. Oh, that's bitter. Yeah, it's not that bitter. It's, it's bitter, bitter, but the not mouth. the finish, though. It's bitter in the mouth, but when you swallow it, the bitterness kind of goes with it. Yeah. It, yeah, I feel like it stays in the tongue for a while. The, it's, the flavor stays in the tongue, but the bitterness is not. Zach was right. It's really aqueous. At least my first sip was aqueous. It's wet beer, man. I'm telling you. It sticks around. Yeah. Wet beer. That's aqueous. <clears throat> yeah, it goes down quick. Goes down real quick. Pretty smooth for, for 8%. Don't get a lot of heat at all. No. Um, Evan said he was getting heat earlier. He said... <laughs> what? Yeah, you said, ooh, it's hot. No, he said he... He said, ooh, it's weird. He said, he said he's hot. He said he's in heat. Yeah, he's say in anything heat. about hot. That's what I was going to go with. <laughs> I don't think I said... Time the <laughs> I don't think I said hot at all. Uh, let's check the tapes. I said, can, we, can, we, can we rewind? It's let's weird. get inside the mind of an Evan. You don't tire. want to. That's odd. I, I'm almost positive he said, oh, it's hot. Regardless, oh, it's weird. not hot. Okay, well, Strange. check the tapes and then insert it there if he says it, because I'm almost positive he did. All right. Okay. There's a little bit of sweetness to this beer. Yeah, it's a little sweet. But a nice hot bitterness to offset it. It's like sweet mid palate, though. It's not. I like the way it feels. Okay. <laughs> 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 I mean, you know, Zach speaks for himself. Zach likes it wet. Oh, that's too that good. Like so what? I mean, it's a highly sexual experience drinking this beer. <laughs> <laughs> is what Jeremiah is trying to say. No, hey. <laughs> it is super aqueous. Like it, there's not hardly any body to it. It, go, it almost is like it goes down quicker than water. Almost. Yeah, it's like it's almost more slick. It's like the not oily in any sense, or not in that sense, but it just it, the chemistry behind no, the beer is heavier. There's than no water. real body to it; it's just very, very aqueous. That's the best way to put it. But it's good. I I get a lot of lemon from it. Lemon, but not like I could see what you're saying, but it's it's like essence a, of lemon. Like it's, not like, it's not like a sourness or anything yeah. like that. There's a little bit like a herbal quality to it. Yeah. Herbaceous. Like a gerbil? Like a gerbil, yeah. Herbal. Herbal. It's, it's herbal. The, the herbal. 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 All right. Should we rank the beers? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do go through, get it, or forget it. Let's, let's do it. Yeah, Quickly, yeah, let's though. Do it. Okay. The very first beer we had tonight, this is Night Shift Brewing. We just finished drinking Swell, a double IPA from Night Shift Brewing. First beer we had from Night Shift Brewing was Whirlpool, a New England Pale Ale. Let's go, Zach. What did you think about that one? Get it or forget it? Uh, get it. That's my beer of the show. Quite refreshing. Beer of the show. Great. Love to hear it. Nice. Uh, Jay. 
That is a get it as well. Uh, just to get it. But very close to my beer of the show. For me, Whirlpool is a absolute get it and my beer of the show. That's two beers of the show. Absolutely perfect pale. I would love to just drink this all summer long. Evan. It's a get it. I bought it. So. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did get it. No, it, it. You got all these beers. Yep. No, what it was get? good. It's um, light, refreshing, crisp, really delicious pale. Cool. The next beer we had from the All Night Shift Brewing Show was Ricky Wise. Mixed fermentation sour ale aged with raspberries and limes. Jay. I will echo Matt's sentiments on being a great, refreshing summer beer for this beer. And this is my beer of the show. Great raspberry limeade flavor and a great sour. Not too tart, not too sweet. Right down the middle. Gotta love it. No surprise there. That'd be Jerry's show, beer of the show. <laughs> uh, for me, Ricky Wise is also a get it delicious. All I mean, listen back to what I said about it earlier. That's what I think about it. Z. It's a pretty good sour. Definitely say get it. All right, Evan. This is my beer of the show, too. Oh, uh, delicious, cool. light, refreshing, not overly tart, not overly sweet. I wish I bought a four pack of it, not just one game. Yeah, you hate to see it. Yep. You love to see how great it is. You hate to see you not getting a four pack. <laughs> so that's two two. I would have liked a four pack of both of those first two. Oh yeah, yeah. I agreed. Agreed, one hundred percent. Then we went into our local spotlight, which belongs to Desert Valley Brewing. We had their two four four red. Uh, we always we always encourage you to support local. Almost always. Yeah, we always well, almost always. <laughs> if they're. It, well, and this is nothing to do with the Valley, but no. go and support your local breweries, especially if they brew good beer. Yes. Yeah. If they don't brew good beer, you don't have to support them. <laughs> you just don't have sh- to go. Yeah, because they should try it beer. once and go from there. We have um, a really negative view on Google. That way people know. <laughs> not no, all local beer is great. Shocker. To the, I know. It's such what? a crazy concept. No, but crazy. We've had this struggle internally. There's some people true. in Albuquerque <laughs> that true. think all all local beer is great, and that's just not true. Uh, but 244 Red, nice hoppy red. Go support uh, Desert Valley. They have cider, liquor, beer, food. It's kind of a one-stop shop. So that's there's going to be something there that you can And if you're feeling like. like you want to get roofed, just walk over the salt, salt yard right after. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> if you want to pay $50 to wait in the line for an hour. Frisky. <laughs> Go over to Salt Yard where you might get floored. <laughs> if, you know, if you like standing in lines and 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 uh, places that don't clean their beer lines, <laughs> Salt Yard. Salt Yard. <laughs> okay, we're we're gonna, we're gonna stop eating out Salt Yard. Um, this is a beer show. They do have ping pong tables, so credit to them for that. They do, and <laughs> and cornhole. Who doesn't like cornhole? It's great. Uh, the next beer we had from Night Shift Brewing was Morph, a rotating unit pale ale. This one was brewed with Ella and Amarillo hops. For me, Morph, that, I'm going to say forget that beer. I thought it was good, but there's nothing really redeeming about it. It's just kind of very average, forgettable. Meh. If you did get it, there are much worse beers out there. So don't be too upset about it, but I would say forget that one because it is forgettable. Evan. Yeah, this is forget it too. I can't remember it. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's, that's forgettable. Uh, Z. Uh, Morph is a great name for a dog. Even better name for a son. Uh, <laughs> so I say go ahead and get it. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, it's an average beer. I, nice. I'm, I like average beer. Average beer, great name. Hey, I'm okay with average beer, honestly. 
But if I'm going to suggest a beer, I feel like there's better beer out there. Yes. Here's Tadic in the last couple of sentences. Um, for me, I'm sorry, Morph, I love the name, but actually I'm going to say forget on the next two beers. Yeah, I think there's better IPAs in that area. Yeah. And in general, so I'm just going to say just forget the IPAs, at least for these two offerings, for me. Or Z. Go oh, the next one. Swell. What do you think about Swell, Zach? I think it's Swell. <laughs> <laughs> I would say get it. Nice. This will be a forget it for me, too. Uh, I'm going to go with Free with Jay on this one. There's better IPAs out there. Um, I didn't have any of the IPAs when I was at the brewery. I did more of the, the ambers, the sours, and um, I have one of their stouts. Uh, so I will agree. Swell is also a forget it. It's not a bad beer, but it's not great. It's just forgettable. And that is the reason why I'm going to say forget it. But on those last two beers, Morph and Swell, if you happen to get them, or it was your only option, uh, it's definitely not disappointing by any means. No, no, no. They're solid beers. It's just I, they're, I don't know that they're... they're not, they don't have that BF, BFT stamp of approval for me. I, mean, I never forget an average beer. <laughs> Except for that one that's beer. That's not true. You forget everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's true also. Yeah. All right, that's going to wrap up Tasting 48. Wow. Love to see it. You do love to see it. Do we have anything to plug? Anything to promote? Check out my SoundCloud. I've been doing some rapping lately. So uh, <laughs> Really? Uh, no, not really. Sad. One day when I, when I get the courage. All right. I would like to plug our Instagram, at Beer for That Podcast, on Instagram. Uh, email's the same. Facebook's the same. Twitter's the same. You can find us on all those. But if you really want to get a hold of us, message us on Instagram or comment on a post. I want to plug Stripes Chicken Sandwich. Oh, hell yeah. That has a BFT approval stamp. That is BFT stamp approval. Stripes Biscuit Company. Uh, if, you live, if you live in Albuquerque, if you don't, you sorry, you can't get it. <laughs> but uh, Support the troops. I might go there tomorrow, man. Yeah, it's a veteran-owned, and they also donate back to the veterans, like 10% of their sales, I think. But this chicken sandwich has a green chili aioli, uh, tomatoes, and lettuce. lettuce, and it's a nice, big, crispy chicken breast, and it is phenomenal. Really they good. gave me a, uh, a do it, build your own thing. They gave me the chicken with, on top of a biscuit with some bacon and cheddar. What? What? It was, it was amazing. Oh, so you probably went to, there's a location where it does a biscuit to you. Well, it's yeah, biscuit. biscuit Co. Well, yeah, because they, they have, have biscuits. That's true. Well, this one was off by the base. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if the other one has. When I go to the other one has like burritos, place. I don't know if this one has biscuits. They should yeah, all have the same menu. I think there's stars and stripes, and no, then there's stripes. Yeah, there's stripes. I think there's stripes burritos, and there's stripes biscuits. There, I think they're two different. Well, the they're all by the same. One off Academy. The one off Academy in Wyoming is stripes biscuits and burritos. Oh, it's biscuits. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have some. Well, anyway, I'm try that. a great chicken sandwich along with Firebird. Firebird's great, too. I was just to say, too. we got to do an honorable mention of Firebird. Firebird's never been, great. Never been. I, went, I went through this for lunch today. and oh, it made today? Me, yeah, it made me re-question my ideas Dude, it's Firebird. freaking good, dude. It's it was awesome. Oh, Eubank man, I'm and Eubank. Kind of Constitution. No, it's Eubank and Candelaria. It's yeah, really good. Yeah, Eubank yeah. and Candelaria. If you like it a little hot, 
Fire fries, was, by the way. You're just north of the McDonald's. Their fries are there. too. And I have to say, Megan and I, we went for lunch, and it was 20 bucks for the two of us. That's not bad. Huge portion, but dude. You, the it's hard portion to finish is that making shit. It's making me tilt more to fire because the they amount of fries, too. A lot of fries. She got fried okra. It was like huge. Yeah, thing oh, nice. Okay, dude. okay. You guys got to be sold. <laughs> and this, yeah, chicken, you go. this chicken sandwich was this big. And Honestly, like I thought big. I thought they messed up and gave me two yeah. two chickens in mine because it was just like. We <laughs> 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 got the double <laughs> chicken. <breasts. laughs> you got the double breast sandwich. It was huge. Huh? It was delicious. Nice. She got the tenders, and it was like four tenders, and they were thick. Yeah, like how it many was, C's thick? It was like, like yeah, a four, four thick. Four yeah, thick. Okay, yeah okay. these 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 tenders are like this big. Yeah, they were huge. They're nice, huge. Okay. They're huge, juicy. Well, yeah. So stripes and Firebird, go yeah, check out try. if you like chicken sandwiches and fried chicken. So until next time, boys. Until next time, guys. To the last drop. Busy, how busy was Salt Yard West? It's always busy. <laughs> I know, but did you like pass by? Dude, it's always busy because you go to Pokemon all the time. My cousin, my cousin who just turned 21, informed me that the Salt Yard West side, for anybody in Albuquerque, has three lines to get in on a Friday night. Three lines. They don't let you park, dude. You have to like valet almost sometimes. Like there's like lanes that they like don't need parking. It's like that's no. insane. And not only that, so there's a line, a general admission line to get in with no cover charge. Then there's another line that charges you like twenty dollars that you can get in a little bit faster. Oh my god! And then the third line is like he said it's like forty or fifty bucks and you get in instantly. This and then they don't. And then, and then cr- no, this is Albuquerque. How is there that many people going to sell? But that line doesn't rip your drinks either. That's the special. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that's <laughs> well, she would get me a free. I'd get roofied for free. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. It's a good time. We no, You can. The key is you can take a lot of uppers if you go in that line. And then <laughs> you, they just even out. So Where's that joke from? Why are they called roofies when they should be called floories? Yeah. <laughs> well, um, yeah, should. Everyone should be called roofies. They take you to the floor. You know, it's Salt Yard. It should be Roofy Yard. Salt Bay. Roofy Bay and on. The Hangover. Uh, yes. Good on the movie trivia tonight. It's been a while since I've watched that. That's hangover. a good movie. You watched the Hangover? There? Yeah. How's it, how's it hold up? Still great. Still great. Should have watched the first it before one I went the, to Vegas. Uh, the first one. OG. I don't know if some of those jokes play through today. Did he still end up on the roof? It's <laughs> <laughs> an alternate ending now. He ends up on the floor. <laughs> he ends up oh. jumping off the roof in the alternate ending. Now. Oh my god! <laughs> oh god! That was Jesus! Not- that was a bit aggressive. <laughs>